High School Backups podcast. Steve is late as usual. Just kidding. He just, he's been here this whole time. Uh, welcome to episode, I think it's 12 or 13. I've continued to lose track. Uh, and It is 12? Okay, good to know. We are here today <laughs> to mourn the loss of the Bruins playoff hopes as they got destroyed by a team they probably should have got destroyed by. Uh, also here to mourn the loss of Kyle's dignity as he has sold his life to the Rangers. Uh, and furthermore, the Celtics go into a series without two of their top five best players. So uh, we will go through the uh, New England news real quick just to start off. Going into more detail about that. Bruins losing game seven. We're going to skip over and not talk about it because nobody wants to think about Bergeron or Tyler. Not even Kyle. So uh, moving on. Patriots have done nothing. Big surprise. Uh, Red Sox have done a little bit of something. They won their first series in about three. So I guess we'll take that. Yankees continue to be even though they won. Uh, and uh, furthermore, uh, yeah, they continue to, they continue best to be in baseball, uh, 26 and nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best record in baseball, not the best team moving on. Yeah. So anyways, lastly, the Celtics win the series against the Bucks series. We all predicted them to win. Some of us ironically four zero as that did not happen. Uh, and most of us game seven, which did happen. Good series. On, uh, happy for the Celtics. Hold on a minute. You guys were the same people saying that they would get seven from the Nets, and I said four. I was right. I said five. I said five. I'll take the L here, but y'all said seven. No, no. I said five. Kyle said that Luka Doncic is a better defender than Tatum, which we're going to get into. We'll get to that later. We're not starting that yet. No, we're not starting that yet. Not yet. Because it's not even true. That's not even true. That's what you said, Kyle. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll get there. We're get there. <laughs> On to the next round. Balls let's do a quick it. recap. Uh, let's throw up our let's throw our stuff up for this week. Our uh, topics here. Uh, I just want to make sure it looks good. This is what we talk about. We're going on to the next round as we talk about the playoffs for the NHL and NBA. We'll also be talking about a little bit of a debate in the sports world as well as a debate for in our group chat a little bit. We'll be talking about the Messi LS or the MLS, if you will. Uh, and then, of course, uh, podcast polls ended off as per usual let's go ahead and get right into the playoffs let's do a quick little update i have it up in front of me here a million game sevens every series close just continues to show that the whole sports world will only get more and more competitive as time goes on as there are more and more people with more and more skills in the world let's go ahead let's start with the nhl and get the crap sheet that is the rangers almost losing to the panthers out of the way so uh, go Panthers. ahead. The Panthers. They didn't even play the, the Panthers. The, the Panthers. Right. The Penguins. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Before we continue, everyone's got to plug their ears because this may get loud. If you guys have headphones in full volume, I would lower it because, again, this will get loud. <clears throat> the Rangers are on to the second round! All right, I had to. All right, we're done. All right. It's going to end. The Rangers are a fan base that... Right. Celebrate right. winning rounds and not titles. Got it. Yep. Yes. That's Just right. like every other New York team. It's fine. <laughs> hey, there are no titles. I own up to it. Small moral victory. Listen. Hey, we got in all serious, blown out in most speaking, of those games, but there's a moral victory. We still had Speaking fun. of small victories, Steve, you are right, because the Rangers most likely will not go around further unless they completely yep. hurt every single player on the Hurricanes, which, you know, is possible, I guess. But I'm happy... <laughs> I'm happy with the small win that we have. This is the Rangers probably have to do to win a title is cheat. Yeah, it's not like the Astros. Okay, don't know. Stop. Don't. <laughs> don't know. No, no. Don't even go there. Stop it. I'm just mad. I have to cheer for the Hurricanes now. Uh, yeah. I, Why would you do that? Because I'm one of the people who, for. if I lose, I want to lose the champion. So if the Bees uh, lose in seven to the Hurricanes, I can at least say that after the Rangers get swept by them and after the Hurricanes win a title. I can say the Bruins would have done it anyway. Okay. Yeah, okay. the Bruins put out the best No, fight. the Hurricanes are not winning a title. So. <laughs> well, neither are the I'm Rangers. actually – I'm rooting for the Oilers and the – I'm rooting for the Oilers or the Avalanche so that one of them uh, can actually yeah. make a name for themselves after crapping the bed like, for the last four years. Like, Speaking of making rooting. a name for themselves and crapping for the last few years, the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, you lose <laughs> again. Yeah. 
in the first I, round. I thought you were going to say makes... the Giants. I was confused. All right. <laughs> I can't even to, make it to the playoffs. I'm about to fly, about to fly down to Manchester right now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Just try. No, no, no. It's, he thinks it'll be faster. He thinks it'll be faster. It's going to take him like an hour long just to get through TSA. He's going to drive to the Manchester airport <laughs> to fly to Manchester. I have a private jet. Listen. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little toy one. Oh. You open your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you decorate your apartment with trash. You think you have a jet. Um, best team Nick, in baseball. That much credit. Best team in baseball went further than the Bruins. What the f are you talking about? Stop. <laughs> Quit while you're behind, Steve. Just stop. Well, if the Bruins played Kyle, Pittsburgh, stop. it would have been 4-1. Let's be realistic here. They would have no. beat Pittsburgh 4-1. Guaranteed. Pittsburgh yeah, butt cheeks. The although fifth, they almost the beat the Raiders. Best player in the the fifth best player of the world. You're really gonna say the Bruins are gonna beat them four one? Get the f out of here! Hey no, hey hey! The Bruins happening. got the no, third best that. player in the world, stop Brad Marchand. So it's fine. It's Impossible. Right, like, you know, top of that. So stop! You can't cool. be. No, I'm done. I'm done. Moving on. We're done. Welcome to, the NBA. Welcome to uh, Kyle's yeah. last episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> on to the NBA. Uh, so, honestly, a lot of Game 7s here as well. Probably some of the most biggest blowout Game 7s we've seen in a long time. Um, we watched the Phoenix Suns put up an absolute stinker, being down <laughs> by 30 points at halftime, 57-27. Proceeding to be down by 49 or 46 points at one point. Yeah. Proceeding to prove me right and putting faith in Luka Doncic. I it also that's possible, but I now if that's the case, uh, Golden State better be sweating right now. They don't stand a chance. I will say it just shows also how big of a choker Chris Paul and James Harden are. And uh, when they were man. on the together, that's just why they lost. They and, De- and Devin Booker, don't let Devin Booker get away with this. Devin Booker is a fraud. Well, see, he he's still uh, two points play. in the first half or something like that, or he didn't score any points until like the third quarter, something absolutely. He, 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 he did. But Everybody's out here blaming DeAndre Ayton. It's like Chris Paul and Devin Booker had three points combined in the first half. Yeah. Oh, but it's I, so will, bad. I will say to Devin Booker's defense, I guess, which I mean, that was just a terrible performance. So I can't defend that, but he's only been in the playoff twice, so he still has time to turn it around. Whereas Chris Paul, like, at this point, come on, dude. Uh, he's never going to do an NBA final. It's official. This was his last chance to get back there. So, But the Celtics game seven, that showed you what should have happened the rest of the series. They blew so many big leads. That should have been what happened the whole se- se- uh, series, and I think they should have won in five. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'll give it to the uh, I'll give it to the Celtics as well because it's – I mean, it's actually pretty easy to lose a lead, especially when you get a little confident or if you just kind of overthink it a little bit. But no, nah, honestly, the Celtics like tighten it up at the very end and then just continue to dominate. Oh my gosh, I love our chances to win it all. A hundred I'm with you, Austin. Absolutely zero reason that series should have gone to game seven. Give it to Giannis, give him his credit. I mean yep. best basketball player in the world right now. I can't really say anything else about it. Yeah. But Yeah, he put it, up it, thirty points. It just showed me that in that series you saw the two different Celtic teams that you saw throughout the regular season in four. Did they win game four? No, uh, they yeah. won game four, lost game five. Right. And game three was the other one where they blew a lead. So like three and five were two of the times that they had a big lead and reverted back to the old Celtics team. Where they couldn't finish, especially game five. That was even worse. Atrocious. And then game six, they started to do it, but Tatum wouldn't let them. So he nailed a bunch of big stuff. Uh, he came up huge. Save them there, and then game seven, we just know they were just all on fire. Has anyone had a perfect bracket? I think Jake's the closest because of the Celtics and the Mavs. Um, I'd have to go back and look at it. I, I know I picked Heat Celtics. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I remember whether I picked, I picked them. Gri- I can't remember whether I picked the Grizzlies or the Warriors. If it's if I pick the Warriors, then it's most definitely me. <laughs> I think we should check that uh, next week and see whose yeah. bracket's doing the best. But I, I'm pretty sure I had Suns and Warriors, so I think I have three out of four, but I don't remember. Uh, I know it's not me. I know I only have one out of four, so it's okay. I think the I only one I have is Miami. I could have had three or two out of four because I picked the 76ers. I, there wasn't a lot of surprises so far. I mean, realistically speaking, every one, like the top four, other than Phoenix losing to Dallas, is like not a surprise. Okay, like, well, outside of us, though, and outside of Boston fans, it was a bit of a surprise to the NBA world that we I beat them. I don't think so. Time. 
I don't think so. Like it, beating them in seven wasn't a surprise. Oh, sorry, beating I mean, them I in I maybe. Was, I think but... like winning in game six was a huge surprise because a lot of people were putting them on the coffin for the Celtics. <laughs> Having yeah, to play game six, you know, with elimination on the line in Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That came up a lot. I, I'm i more surprised at the fact – I'm not surprised. I knew it was going to happen like we all did. But outside of Boston fans, most people were surprised that they handled Brooklyn, especially in four. Yeah. yeah we absolutely. all knew it was going to happen quick. Well, I said f- five – Jake said, said four. four. You guys said a couple more, like six or seven. I said like seven. six. Yeah. I just thought. Well, I just thought they would have at least had Ben Simmons to at least put some more of a chance. For well, I also just didn't that. think Kevin Durant was going to be locked up that much, but that just showed you how but, be- much better we are. Yeah, you know, but yeah, defensively. But like, then Kyrie, also you had like Kyrie's little antics and yeah, he first round from the start. Yeah. yeah, he just let the fans get into his head too much and just let that be the one be his control. And then they gave him that excuse of he was fasting, and I was like, "Look, uh, Jalen Brown's over here doing the exact same thing, so I don't want to hear nothing. Yep. He's out here locking you up." So, and then uh, yeah, and uh, I guess we'll move right into uh, kind of what becomes the second uh, topic on the NBA is there's a big discussion going on not only in our group chat but also between um, a bunch of people. Kind of, I know Colin Coward is a big one of this. He does the face bracket usually every single time. Like the NBA and the NFL, uh, you know, if you're going to take the best star, like who are you going to take? We also did a poll on this of what teams we're taking. So it really comes down to Jimmy Butler, the best player on the Heat, versus Steph Curry versus Dodgers versus Tatum, the best player on each selective team. Where does that leave you as a whole? Uh, and I think it'd be fun before we move on to Jake fighting Kyle, uh, and then all of us seeing where we sit on it. Uh, if we're going to go ahead and um, decide this, let's do a little face bracket ourselves with just these four teams. Let's mm-hmm. do a quick little, who would we choose, Curry versus Doncic, and then Tatum versus Butler, and then the winner of those two's against each other. Make it real quick. Uh, go ahead, Andrew, you can go first. So it'll be Butler versus Don- or sorry, excuse me, Curry versus Doncic, and Butler versus Tatum, and your winner versus each other. Who, do, who would you take? Um, I would take Curry over Doncic just because of that Warriors team. They got a lot of experience. Third year to coming back into the into the playoffs. Eastern so we're Western not taking finals. We're not taking well, teams saying, into account. It's just, no, you're just saying, taking the person saying, himself. I'm just saying Curry has a lot more experience based upon okay. the fact that he's a better three point shooter, and the range that he has like can just come out of nowhere and just tear apart a team. We saw it against the Grizzlies a couple times. Definitely shows his range. Definitely saw it during the regular season that he has that. He's still got it in him. Butler versus Tatum, taking Tatum. Man, Celtics all, right. all the way. Tatum versus Curry. I like the idea of Tatum more. Um, he's just an all-around player, well built to be able to play both offense and defense on the court. Austin, you're up. Well, let's see. First, we'll start with Jimmy and uh, Tatum. Are we like doing this for like? Just playoffs? Or are we doing this for like as if you were starting a franchise? Who the player are? If you had four the players player. on the court oh, and okay. you had two versus two, you had a one on one and a one on one, and then the two winners play each other. That's all you're looking at. Okay. Um, then it is hard because Jimmy Butler is a whole different animal in this time when he gets the playoffs and everything. And right now, that's where they are. So this is where we're facing him. But I'm still probably going to go with Tatum just because he has size, length. Um, I think he's 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 better athletically. Um, and he, he can shoot the ball better than Jimmy overall. So I got to go with Tatum there, but I think it's a little bit closer um, than I'd like it to be. And then on the other side, I love Curry, but honestly, I don't think Curry can carry a team by himself. Like he can at times, but it's really hard once he goes up against somebody like a Doncic, especially if he gets somebody like a Tatum that can lock him up. Uh, he's always been shown to be bad when there's a good defender on him uh, that can go toe-to-toe with him. So I got to go with Doncic there. Plus he's just got the size. He's younger. He's, um, they're both not really all that athletic when it comes to NBA players, but just because of Doncic's size, he's a little bit more athletic. Um, so I got to go with Doncic there. And then in the finals with Tatum and Doncic, it's, I have to probably go with Doncic on this because of the way he impacts the game still a little more than Tatum offensively. Um, if Tatum can get those assists up a little more, I think 
Also, I, I, I think Dodgers can take over the game offensively still to a higher level than Tatum can right now. I've seen Tatum do it, but I think Dodgers, I've seen him do it throughout series uh, more consistently, so I got to go with it. I'm going to start by saying no disrespect to Jimmy Butler. Man is a dog. Uh, consistently underrated. One of the best defenders in the league. Great mid-range scorer. Can put the ball in the bucket. I'm taking Tatum. He's younger. He's, at, he's more athletic. I would argue that he is almost as good as Jimmy Butler defensively. Not as good. Jimmy Butler is one of the best defenders in the league, but Tatum is a dog on defense. And Tatum is more efficient than Jimmy Butler is, uh, especially from three. I think Tatum is one of the better inside scorers in the league and definitely one of the best mid-range shooters. So when it comes to efficiency, I'm just taking Tatum there. Curry versus Doncic. If Curry was in his prime, I might take Curry, but I'm taking Doncic right now. Um, I'm a big Luka Doncic fan. Uh, one of the better players in the NBA. His lack thereof skill on defense kind of knocks him down a bit, but his offensive prowess makes up for it. It's kind of like Dirk Nowitzki back in the day where Dirk's defense was his offense. <laughs> <laughs> and then if we have Tatum and Doncic in the finals, I'm taking Tatum. Again, it goes back to that defense and his efficiency. I think Tatum would cook Doncic one-on-one. Again, Doncic is a great player. If it's one-on-one, uh, I expect Tatum to beat him, and I don't necessarily expect Doncic to beat him defensively. For me, it has to go off of where the names I know more about, and it would be Tatum and Curry, because I do not watch basketball. <laughs> and I feel like, even though I know Tatum, I don't know if that's because of how I'm thinking of like um, Channing Tatum or not, but I know Curry is much more of a name than... <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Justin. I love it. Oh um, my god, that's Tatum, funny. My favorite basketball player. Best <laughs> take, best take on the podcast, right there. Yes, honestly. <laughs> just that's cut it. Good. End it. <laughs> We're done. All right, see you guys next week, guys. <laughs>
I had to explain to Kyle that steals and blocks are not everything that goes into defense. It also incorporates, you know, defensive rating, how people shoot against you, and mind the fact that Tatum has locked up Kevin Durant, and he didn't lock up Giannis, but he was playing Giannis pretty well. And Kyle has seceded the argument, so I'm going to take that as W. Nick, you're up. <laughs> Again, though, so, yes. I was looking at just playoffs. But anyway. so, I want to I go over a few things with Kyle's argument real quick. Uh, if you're going just off of playoff statistics, you do have to take the teams into mind. And Tatum is one of five good to amazing players on the Celtics. Uh, Luka yes. is one in the only great player on the Mavs, and you have two good okay. players at best. Uh, depending on how you look at Jalen yeah. Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. So the <laughs> statistics such as uh, points, assists, and rebounds look a lot better for someone who is running their whole team and is the only reason they're winning pretty much every game. So I just want to point that out. Uh, Tatum but still... I think that proves the point that Luka is just as good as he is. If he can carry an entire team like that, that proves how good Luka is. Absolutely. Yes, Nobody's so arguing no. how great I agree. I agree completely. But statistics are skewed in this case because of how the teams are vastly different. In the Celtics series... why yeah. I seceded my argument because I looked Okay, back okay, yeah. Like, it's I, also okay. the fact that they... Um, <laughs> Who did the Mavs play? Phoenix. So, like, I won't say that Phoenix wasn't a good team. Like, obviously, the best record. But, like, we're really looking comparing teams on paper. They're not even close to what the Celtics really are. I mean, who's or, on Luka? Devin? De- Devin's on Luka? It's Devin, it's Devin or CP3. Maybe Mikhail Bridges, which gives yeah, them was, a little bump. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 like, not that but, much. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, they played them versus playing Giannis. Right? Like, if Luka was playing Giannis... He didn't say, he, no. It, it would have been totally different. If if he played Kevin Durant and Kyrie, I still think Luka beats that team because they just yeah. sucked. But, like, I still think KD goes and gets his points. So, yeah. I think it's totally we different. Get, we can have it about the Eastern Conference versus the Western Conference later. Uh, that's yeah, so we, we can definitely talk about it, whether it be this podcast or another. My, my point being is that Tatum had a very silent 29 points a game. Uh, mm-hmm. And truthfully, I was giving him a lot of crap uh, through the first five games because the man hadn't had a game. Like, he wasn't the guy <laughs> until all of a sudden game six in a knockout game, he drops 46. It ties as the second highest point ever in a knockout game uh, for Celtics history to not lose. So, yeah, Tatum had a game. He proceeded to have another game seven, even though it was Grant Williams' game. Um, that's the thing. The Celtics had five different players who had a game in that series. Luca had every single game for seven yep. games, including the four wins. That it, that's the crazy argument there, and that does excel how good Luca is. Just to clarify, uh, to point out, I agree with everyone's argument so far. Luca over Curry because Curry's not in his prime. If Curry was in his prime, I'm taking Curry over literally anyone in the NBA right now. If Curry's in his prime. That dude went around and above and below every single person, and it didn't matter. He didn't miss a thing. He was dropping 40 a night. I take him in his prime. It's not his prime anymore. Luca, start of his prime. Tatum, start of his prime. Jimmy Butler, because he has a very similar team set up to the Celtics, where he doesn't need to be the superstar, he's kind of at the end of his prime. But he is, here's the way I'll compare it. I take Luca over Steph, definitely. Jimmy Butler, if he was five years ago, this would be Really, really close. But Jimmy Butler is now a field general. He is the leader of a lot of young, very talented people. And he still gets his points, still gets his rebounds, still plays his defense. When it comes to going up face-to-face with Tatum, regardless of all the physical attributes, whether he's taller and longer, I am taking Tatum for a as a player perspective. Tatum is not the leader yet. He's very close. But Al Horford is the leader of that team. Tatum is a superstar. Al Horford is. And, and that's fine. Marcus Smart, you no, know, Marcus Smart's like the courage, the, well, the emotion the, of the team. The reason I say that, if you look at any huddle, Smart's the one who's usually talking if it's not Udoka. Like, and, and I, honestly, that's probably right because Smart is, Smart is, he's the point guard who didn't deserve to be a point guard until like a year or two ago because his <laughs> defense match now is offense. Which is finally worth something. So um, I mean, I'm taking Tatum over Jimmy. Hype, man. 
too. Yeah, it's hard to put four of the top 10, top 15 players in the league against each other. But Luca's top three, Tatum's top three, Jimmy and Steph are both top 10, top 15 right now. They're not far off, but they're there. Tatum versus Luca, I, in a one-on-one, I'm just them against each other, not the teams. I am taking Tatum because of the physical attributes. Luca is a dad who is so good at basketball for some <laughs> freaking reason that he is literally dirt. In no way whatsoever does it make sense that this oh, this kind of chunky a man who from another country who laughs when he scores 40 a game hits every shot for some reason is so disgusting at basketball has the ugliest fadeaway in the world no james harden fadeaway and goddamn he's so good but i am unbiasedly taking the say what year year two older or very similar age tatum because of the physical attributes he can shoot over him um, he, he can play the position. He can play, you know, he plays a bigger position. So I would take Tatum in that age, but I don't, I think it's extremely close. You're talking number two, number three, number three, number four in the league right there. Like those are the guys or even number one, number three, like Luca is that guy. Like he could be number one and he might be like close with Giannis, like very close. So I would take Tatum because of physical attributes, but man, Luca is, he's, if, it, if Giannis wasn't here, he's the best player guaranteed in the world. And it's not close. Um, truthfully, like. <laughs> No one runs the floor, shoots. He doesn't defend super well, uh, but Best he doesn't. offensive player in the world. Yes. And, yeah. and that's another point. I didn't bring up a ton because Luke is like a B defender. He's not an F defender. Like, yeah. you're not a <laughs> super actually, he's, he's a B defender. Anymore. He's an he A++ plus plus scorer. Tatum's like an A or A plus scorer. But Tatum's an A plus defensive player. Like, he is. But Luca's like an A. It, it, yeah, but he's like, yeah, okay, one of the best. Uh, Lucas not one of the best defenders. You could top 10 maybe, like, if that, maybe top 15 in terms of league. So, anyways, that's my argument. I take Tatum over at Luca. He is the whole package. He's bigger. He's stronger. Um, but, god damn, Luca is so freaking good, and it makes no sense. <laughs> All this talk about Luca. I'm actually going to take uh, Steph Curry. Here's the thing with. When you were, when you've been in your prime, the best player in the world, every any kind of extreme elite player, even in their you know when they're past their prime, can turn their greatness on when they need to. I was gonna say with Brady when he played against the Rams Super Bowl, but he's just gotten better since. But anyways, I think Steph, <laughs> just for this series, is gonna put it all on the line and play some of his best ball since I don't know one of their last championships. So I think. Best ball. Love it. So he's, I like Steph kind of turning it on for this one series and just, you know, just kind of showing everybody that I still got it. But of course, I'm taking Jason Tatum. There's no debate about it. Like he is, again, I agree with Nick, an A, possibly A plus scorer, but you have an A plus defender, that kind of balance. And when he can, when he at the most shows his skill on a team that's very balanced, that's a really good thing. When you have a balanced, really good team and you're the top of that, that means more than people realize. Then we get to Curry and Jason Tatum. This is where I see Curry. He's like, oh, I can do this for series. I can show that I'm still one of the best. But then he's going to fall off. You have Jason Tatum, who is much larger, much more physical. So Steph Curry's a great three-pointer, but it's hard to shoot three-pointers when you have a big amount of man right in front of you. So I think Jason Tatum is going to keep will be able to keep Steph Curry from hitting those three-pointers that he likes. And, I mean, what was it? Game six, Houston three-pointers, like it was nobody's business. So I think Jason Tato can definitely outscore Steph because he can take away the three-point potential with him. So I'm taking Jason Tatum all the way. So, boys, I have a question to pose. Yeah. As Celtics fans, if assuming we advance, assuming we have passed Miami, are you more afraid of the Warriors or the Mavericks. Oh, Warriors. Warriors. Warriors, if, right? I, if we're talking right. team overall, I would be more scared of the Warriors. Just because Clay is coming back into full form. This is playoff Curry. You got Draymond Green, who's been kind of messing things up, but still has been putting on 
a good show for the Warriors. You got Jordan Poole, who could be an underrated player and show off at any point. Between all of them, it'd be a kind of a hard mess to kind of guard them. Not even to mention oh. Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like they have, I'm terrified of that team because I think realistically, Draymond Green, even if he scored zero points a night, can reasonably <laughs> guard Jason Tatum or effectively eliminate literally on his own 20 to 30 points from from people like he's just that good of a Draymond defender. green is still an elite defender yes yeah okay. and that's I terrifying wanted make, i wanted to make sure there was a consensus there but i won't worry. yeah here's here's how the last four teams look you have three of the most complete teams in the nba and then you have the mavericks like that's how the last four look and it is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you have to give the, them a little more credit than that, though. They're not like. All right, but I'm just. Not that bad. It's not like. Oh, it's like hold on. It's, it's been like, like the Mavericks. The Mavericks are like the Bengals right now in the Super Bowl. Like they're making a run for it because, like, literally, if you think about it, like they have only one star player kind of making moves, but they have good players to, for a supporting cast to help them. But yeah, I feel but... like if they make it to the finals. And they're going up against either the Heat or the Celtics. They're going to get demolished. But it will be like a close game. If they go up against the Heat, I don't think they get that demolished. I, I don't think, think so either. I don't think it's I that agree. much of a blowout. Like, I think it's a That's... lot closer than oh. giving the Heat credit for. If they go up against the Celtics, it's a different story. Luka cannot guard Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the rest of the Celtics. Nope. Roster on like, Horford, Marcus Smart, Peyton Pritchard, no. Robin, Robert Williams, who had to keep going to yes. these people who are it's, gross. Like, yeah, uh. no, that's my point. Like, Luka cannot do that to the Celtics. To the can Heat, we, I think it's a little bit closer than that. Like, can we talk I about think the that fact series that, goes at least six, seven games? Can we can we talk about the fact that Davis Bertans is paid sixteen million and Luka is paid ten? Uh, can we just talk <laughs> about? There's Luca, and then if they're playing the Celtics, I'm ranking like seven Celtics before I rank Jalen Brunson or Spencer Tinley. Yeah, yeah me and Jake were talking about this earlier. So Colin Coward does a list of his top ten players, like a Super Bowl or anything like that. Me and Jake, like, okay, Luca's probably one, and just showing him full respect. But like he's probably one. But then after that, it's literally like the full starting five for the Celtics, and maybe one or two more. Like, and now Spencer Dinwiddie's like okay, he's like good. And Jalen Brunson's like good, but Jalen Brunson is a backup point guard on the Celtics. He's actually a backup point guard on yeah. every other team in in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie might be a six man on all three of the other teams right now. Like realistically, like that's how filled these other teams are. And you're right, like no disrespect to the Mavs, like that honestly, team deserves to be here. Like but it taking, is Luca. I'm taking Pritchard ahead of. Spencer Dinwiddie. I, uh, I here's the reason. Here's the reason. This is it, anybody that's not a Celtics fan. It's going to sound weird, but the reason I'm taking him, and I've said this since the day he got here. One of my friends um, that I used to lifeguard with was a huge Celtics fan. He's a Boston fan, and we, when we drafted him in the second round, he goes, "Who the hell is this?" I go, "Trust, trust this pick. He's going to be great for us." <laughs> the first game um, I think he played was the one where he got that rebound um, and the tip. And he put the back in and save save the Celtics. Um, this was in 2019 or whatever. And he put it back in um, on a putback, and we won the game uh, as the buzzer sounded. So um, it was it's his way of always being in the right place at the right time. His basketball IQ is like I think just phenomenally high. Um, like he came in in Game Seven, uh, Smart took that three, yeah. and Peyton crashed the boards, took it away from Pat Connaughton, and he threw it right back at Smart to nail the hit another dream. one yeah um so and he does it all the time he's always crashing boards and the dude's six one like a really small point guard that's getting bucket like getting rebounds over Giannis and people like that size so um it's his way to note and feel the game um he doesn't like when he drives the paint he doesn't get stuck in the paint like he always keeps his dribble he's always finding a way out finding people um I don't think he'll ever be like a, a star point guard that could carry a team great six but I man think he's, an amazing uh, he is that guy and, and, and honest yeah and i here's the way to look at it the celtics have the dpoy for a reason called it mid-season called it uh, you know towards the beginning season i will continue to say that we can go back in the group chat dpoy <laughs> marcus smart held that all year marcus smart's gonna guard your best player marcus smart guarded Giannis. he yep. guarded Giannis, a foot <laughs> taller than him he's guarding your best player and if he's gonna guard luca that means they are going to make the rest of the team beat you. 
they, they're yeah. going to make it's Kyle. His stuff's broken. He'll be fine in a second. Uh, they will make. Yeah, no, you're good. They're going to make Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson beat you on, on top of the rest of that team. Can the rest of the team beat you? The Warriors, yes. Realistically, if Steph Curry can't drop forty, he can only drop twenty. Can Clay and Draymond and all these other guys Jordan beat you? Poole. Yeah, Jordan Poole and James Wiseman. Like, can all these people beat you? Yes. Realistically, yes. The Heat, that's a little bit more kind of iffy. Like Tyler Hero's great. Um, he can go his- for forty, but. Can um, Bam Adebayo is taking a little bit of a step back offensively, but he's still great defensively, and he's still like you're still that picture from his hand being over the yep. rim by two inches. Like, uh-huh. That's still gross, like that still exists. Um, but that team is it, it, it. Honestly, I don't think they're as good as they were two years ago, like in, in the bubble. I think that they have taken a step or two back, but not like huge steps. But I anyways, will say that all depends on Victor yeah. He is a huge X factor for me. Yeah, in this but he's season. been awful. Like he has not been good. <laughs> he's just he's only been back for like a few games since he had that terrible injury and stuff like he that. He doesn't but look like himself. That's the thing. He like is, you need him well, to be himself. The last series and the end of the series with 76ers, he's starting to look a lot more like he has confidence in in his leg and his quad. And like he feels like he can get back to where he need where he was or close to it. If he yeah. starts to feel confident. I've seen that man do it to the Celtics in the past. Now I know it's a totally different team and they have a different defensive backboard, so I'm not worried about them. But he's kind of a guy that, like, if they need a scoring punch and he's feeling confident, he's a guy that can do it. So I think they, depending on what he does, how Kyle Lowry, if he's able to get back into the series, and how Tyler Hero plays, like, there's a lot of question marks. But they can be that team that's deeper and better than before. But so are the Celtics. But I think the Celtics still do in five or six. All right, time to, way end, better. time to end this segment in uh, season four, baby. Let's go. Time to messy it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I want to go over one more thing real quick. Uh, oh, I just want to point out uh, that the Celtics, if after Marcus Smart, you have about three other A-tier defenders on the team that you then have to beat, <laughs> which is the best part yep. about the Celtics. Can our best defender beat their best player? Yeah. What about our second best defender? Who could be a friend? You know what I mean? Like, this goes down the list. So that's why the Bucks could win. Would they win a Chris Middleton? Who the f- cares he wasn't there so uh yes uh going on to uh what i can only imagine would be andrew's favorite subject today and rightfully so the uh messy ls if you will the mls uh the announcement we heard today take it away andrew as kyle had mentioned to me earlier today Lionel messi um the argentinian player going to make a move from paris saint germain psg in 2023 at the end of his contract to inter miami cf Owned that club is owned by David Beckham. Has not shown great potential in their first season. Um, after kind of like having a big flop, um, they've signed big star players, but I think this team is expecting a huge star to kind of turn around their season. The one thing I re- I hate about MLS soccer when they try to bring in big stars is how they compare it to European soccer. It is literally financial structure. Austin, you could probably agree with me on this. Like the financial structure between the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, League One, they make millions and millions of dollars. It's basically like all of our pro sports in the four major leagues, like baseball, basketball, football, and all those sports. Like they're making millions and millions of dollars more than what our MLS is making. And like we cannot afford to buy players that are worth like sixty million dollars worth, and like try to expand our league to make it much more popular. But it's also due to financial structure of how we built it, and it's just a mess, just a huge mess. But Inter Miami should be proud that they got Lionel Messi. So, so I'm wondering if the popularity of soccer being increased will affect that cap, so that it can be so like. Is the problem more the financial structure or is it the fact that soccer doesn't have the same popularity as it does in like Europe? I honestly, God, believe that this is due to the fact that it's a mix of how much retention they get for sports fans and how much of the financial structure they've built around. Them. I've heard players talk about when they've come over here, like in their own interviews with like newscasts and everything else. There was one player, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he came over. And he was like talking about like how he wanted to enroll his kids into playing for developmental teams and trying to enroll them to play soccer. 
and he was saying like how he had to pay thousands of dollars worth out just to do that like where it should be like open for everyone to play and that the clubs that make the money should be able to retain that money instead of having to pay more out to do stuff that they need and that's what the american structure is on is where they have to pay for more things that they want instead of having it retained to them to have like a budget to be able to transfer players in whereas like you look at premier league they're making hundreds of millions of dollars in their league and basing it and then also distributing some of that funding out to the clubs but like the clubs themselves are making money off of transfers from players that they have so there's also a couple things one reason that they're making so much more money over there is not only because they have uh you know it's like the nfl here Right, so like over yeah. there, they have the popularity. So that's part of it. It plays into that TV deals, all the things they get, all the money. There's like pretty much no other sport over there. There is, there's tennis, other things for sure, but there's no. Well, like it's unlimited ball, money. No... It's unlimited money for soccer in Europe. Like... Right, so they they hold the share, the lion's share of the market. But on top of that, they don't have a market cap. So there's no salary cap, which is the biggest reason that they can pay any dollar amount they want. If I'm not mistaken, they also don't have a luxury tax. Like like MLB, technically, most of it's just the luxury tax. People, they don't want to go in luxury tax. But um, NFL, NBA, they all have caps. So that's okay, the biggest. Okay, the NFL reason. cap is a myth. Okay, but like still, <laughs> they still stay within a certain range. Um, yeah. Whereas over there, they don't. So you can, if not, if you want to get Ronaldo, you can pay an absurd amount of money for him. And that's why all soccer players around the world get paid so much more than athletes in America. For the most part. So that's that's the two biggest things for me is the no salary cap, paying whatever they want and having lion's share market. And on top of that, a lot of stuff like what um, Andrew said, it's just the structure that America has set up so far for its MLS. Um, and it's growing, so it will get better. And I know they've tried to put a lot of effort into changing the structure of the MLS and how they have um, training programs and trying to build players up through our system because we have the colleges. And for a long time, it was just colleges here in America, but they're trying to get the actual uh, training academies and getting players into lower leagues, and, like establish all these other things that the uh, Europeans, um, the uh, South Americans, all the other uh, continents have. So it, it's going to take some time before um, we can even come close to matching or, you know, I would say it's going to take a, a, quite a bit of time before we can even match the second leagues over there. Like, I yeah. think you said our, it in our MLS is the MLS is almost as close to the EFL championship, but they're not even that close. They're close to yeah. like the third division in like English football. Yeah. Like that is how far down we are to getting to that point of being like a premier league and like all the big super leagues that are out there. Like we have not been able to make that step because we're taking players that are close to retirement that aren't going to play like 10 seasons at their club and stay there and be their star player that they can rely on. That they I, can use. Yeah, I think our problem is they need to stop paying big bucks for these big names that only bring like Slotson was there and he got some highlights on ESPN, but like he didn't yeah. do anything to actually build. He didn't bring league. home the cup. Like he didn't bring home the cup that LA Galaxy wanted. Right, and that's what that's what Inter wants to do. So then more players can come in. Like David Beckham knows that if he brings in Messi, he'll probably be able to like if he brings home that cup. There's a potentiality that like more star players might look their way like we had alfonso davies who now plays on Bayern, who was uh playing for vancouver he was signed three summers ago um to Bayern, and it was like a cheap cheap contract like steal from us like but it would be worth like big dollars to us but it's small to them like we are like building prospects here in america but like we want to be able to compete against like mls teams like I mean, yeah. MLS teams, like Premier League teams. I think, for me, the best way to build the American brand is they have to start prioritizing getting keeping our stars like Pulisic. Okay, we need to prioritize yeah. keeping him. That's where the academy's coming because when he was young, he left here to go to Germany Chelsea. and play in the academies. So well, he started off in Chelsea at the academy, well, then he moved right, to right. Germany, and then he like now he's in Chelsea again. But it's like the fact that we have no academies here, right? So I think you need to prioritize if you're playing a long game, which MLS wants to do, you need to prioritize building academies right now. And then 
you know, and that's where you, that's where I think you can bring in the older guys that have retired that might want to build that and build into the next generation. Like maybe like a, a Zlatan or somebody else that might be willing to do that, bring them in, help them establish the academies, work with those people, even if they're just consultants. And then if we can keep our stars and then now maybe we can start enticing young stars from the Europeans over here, because now you're taking their talent pool and bringing it here, which is going to slowly bring us to the same level as them. And I think we need to start doing that instead of paying out high bucks for people that are not going to end up doing much for us in the long run. I mean, also, you can, I mean, you can also take into account, too, I mean, bringing stars in really is like a magnet for uh, kind of younger players that we can use to invest in the future. But also at the same time, if you build soccer's popularity, that means more and more athletes, young athletes in the United States will be motivated to want to become better soccer players. Because who knows, like, some incredible players could be hidden in certain schools, Division One schools, but they don't make a, a push for the pros because there's not much of a popularity to it. But now as it's growing, you have that investment in the future of, you know, you could find the next go in soccer because now people are putting more time and energy to become better soccer players so that can increase the volume of better players coming from the United States as well. So I can, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, I know we had the same problem with lacrosse too, like where people be pros, but essentially it's like the early days of the NFL where they're pros and they have a first job and they're pros second. Lacrosse runs into the same issue where it's not even an international game at this point. Cause it's more of an American and Canadian game, but at the same time you have the problem where lacrosse's popularity isn't where it's at so the teams don't have a lot of money but i know that soccer has been more established for a while and probably has a better chance of taking off sooner so that's why i was kind of curious whether it was a fan base issue for money or whether it was like the t- structure issue for money um, it's definitely, it's definitely not a, a fan base no. I see, I don't it's, think, it's it's definitely I not but i mean it has it has potential to help increase getting more and more of us to be able to like the league to actually like notice that we are getting more and more people interested so how can we help evolve it more so like there's that and it's like you lose retention if your club starts falling off like the top of the charts like so tickets are at why... like a low price right yeah, but the reason I was saying why I don't really think it's a fan base issue is because soccer is the fastest growing sport popularity wise and viewership wise in the United States. Just a few months ago in March, I think it was when the MLS season opened, Charlotte FC had the largest soccer filled crowd, even though it was not a soccer stadium. They even filled a non soccer specific stadium at full capacity for an MLS game. And the, the fact that I don't even think that was really going to happen five, six years ago. Like, if you think going, going back a few years ago, MLS wasn't really a popular sport to even really think about. Like, everyone, it was always the core four. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey. That's always what it's been. Then you start getting into the minor, like, the somewhat popular sports in America. And you go with soccer and golf, and you can go on and on and on. But, like, you start looking at, like, viewership. Like, because there are leagues that are getting... De- like viewership deals and partnerships like there are the premier league has partnerships with peacock i'm pretty sure and then you have uh la liga and syria ah have do you have partnerships with paramount plus and the mls has partnerships with espn like go on and on like soccer popularity wise there's more opportunities for people to watch soccer than there ever were even five years ago so soccer i do think will grow i think it just takes time and how the mls markets it is completely how like MLS can either take this and run with it, or they can just let it stagnate. And if it stagnates, that's where it's not going to grow. I mean, the only way to market is if Messi does well. And mind you, I think he's probably going to put in three goals a game. Like it's so, Lionel Messi. I don't care how old he is, but the only <laughs> issue with that is that Lionel Messi hasn't one hundred percent confirmed he's signing with Inter Miami. It's it's yes, so- like open the decision too. He is, like, he's open to decisions with it, and Inter Miami has said that they want to do it. It's just not 100% confirmation that the deal is, like, official, official. Yeah. Like, so, no, so. it's David Beckham. Oh, David probably, Beckham was, right. like, the first, it was but, the first, like, big-name star to come to MLS and create a name for MLS. And then you he had all the these Galaxy, other... right? Yes, yeah, he, he played, played for the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Okay, so full story of David Beckham, real quick. David Beckham played for the Galaxy for, like, half a season. Got loaned out to AC Milan. Came back to LA Galaxy for the next season. Decided that we had Landon Donovan, and then Landon Donovan was not happy with Beckham. 
So then there was a dispute. So then Beckham brought in Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane and them like teamed up and landed Donovan. They finally won the cup. And there you have the story of David um, in the MLS. So right. the only thing else that I wanted to say was the biggest, one of the biggest holds I think for soccer in America is that for it to really get to any level of where the other American sports are, or even possibly to soccer in other nations is the inner city. Because cities, and when you go to the inner city, you're, it's mostly basketball or kids talking and thinking about football. So yep. it's soccer is still one of those suburb sports to an extent. It's still played and it's getting more and more played in cities for sure. But because it's so much easier to put a basketball court in than it is a full soccer field in the tight space they have, it's getting it, it's hard to get that in there and and break the cultural hold that basketball has on cities. Like with the way it's held there um, to that standard and the way that basketball is growing and getting big, it's definitely harder in that respect. I think what's going to happen, unfortunately, as much as I love baseball, it is going to continue to shrink just because it does it. There's no way to hold attention the way it once did, unless they drastically change the way baseball is played. Yeah. Um, all the throwing around ideas. Which I don't but, think will happen. I don't either. And I think baseball fans don't want that. So I think it'll just shrink. I think it'll stay around forever. I just think it's going to shrink. But I think soccer is going to have to find a way to break into the um, inner cities and um, find a way to tap into that youth because um, otherwise we're kind of going to stay below NBA and even NFL, I think. Um, Because there's also that attention span hold with like a lot of American people still don't necessarily want to watch. Like if there's an NFL game or NBA game versus a soccer game, they're still going to pick those because it's in our minds more fun um i think i mean the I world think that's cup more like the stereotypical average american would do that yes. no, no, no. yeah i'm not saying like sports fans as as a whole but like even myself i played soccer all of my life i never played football i'd still prefer to watch american football over soccer just me personally i, would agree. Um, in, I mean but i grew US. up that way so um yeah. It is and that's what I'm nervous, and that's what I'm nervous about it for the World Cup this coming fall. It's in the mix football of season. football season. I already True. can tell is like, like this is a great way to like produce more young kids watching soccer to get their attention. But I don't like think it will really matter worldwide though for the World Cup. Like, well, no, no, not world. I, I'm I saying for America. Like, I'm right. saying Americanly wise, if the U.S. is playing, of course there will be people watching. But it's not going to be a great attendance if it's on the same night as a football game that's being played because you know Americans are going to want to watch American football. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the one thing that is like. One thing I'm going to add to is I mean, the the World Cup could struggle against a team between like the Jaguars and the Texans. Like, (laughs) like, that's how much, like, I I would be willing to wager that. I mean, a Dallas Cowboys game against the Washington football team last year got the more in the NBA finals. So it's, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be no. really tough. It's I, it should have been over the summer. Like it should be around. Well, the reason like, they didn't is in it's going to be, it's going to be, they, yeah. FIFA never should have accepted that guitar. That's all I'm saying. That's yep. all I'm I saying. Mean, we would have had, we would have had the world cup this year in America. I'm just yeah. saying it. Well, yeah, they want to try and grow it in non-normal places. That's why they tried growing oh, it. That's Tar? why the World Cup was in South yeah, Africa. But, but they want to try and grow the sport. That's why it was in South South Africa 12 years ago. That's why it was Go in back Russia to South a few Africa. years ago. That's why I was going to South Africa. Go to Congo. I don't care. Just don't go to Qatar. Go to okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final, yeah, yeah, yeah. final point before podcast polls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, as a sports fan, you, I'm the biggest football fan here. I think. I mean, maybe besides oh. Nick, maybe besides Nick. Sorry, Stephen. Love you. It all day. I'll take me all day. Um, yeah, he's definitely bigger than you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> like you could put on. I don't care. It could be an XFL game. I may watch the XFL over the World Cup, and that's saying something. I'm not the average fan, but like I get a Jaguars. At this point, let's go with the Falcons Seahawks game. I'll watch that over. I'm 100 watching that. I, I, I have. Yeah. I, 
I am very heavily biased by fantasy sports, though, and that is one of the other <laughs> oh, reasons. Oh, that's actually okay. a good point. Yeah, with fantasy, like good. I am heavily biased. Podcast polls time, boys. Let's yeah. Roll. So uh, it was it was a great talk about soccer. We don't talk about it much, uh, so I'm glad we did. So podcast poll. I'll switch over. I have our eyes on the NBA lottery. No way, Damian Lillard's there. I mean, he would rather be playing right now. So, uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate. So uh, we're going to bring up the podcast. Yep, those things. Uh, so we're going to make this. Uh, we usually have kind of gone through pretty quickly. I don't think there's a lot of debate in these. I think we're all in the pre. Although I will bring up the old men arguments, which is what I'm calling all of the uh, other group Please. chat I mean, that we talk about. Uh, so, every, okay. so in my opinion, every single person agreed with the Eagles in the old man chat as well as uh, so for the I- NFC East. So, Anyone who voted for the Giants are f- idiots and have never watched a game of football in their life. What the hell Kyle, are they talking about? Why did about? you vote the Giants then? No, I did not <laughs> vote for the kidding. Giants. I'm telling you right now. Kyle can't even vote his own team. No, that's Nick. That is no, Nick. I voted Eagles. That's right here. What are you no, I'm sorry. I, I, will say, I thought that's the Giants sorry. for some reason. I don't it's know. Like, I will, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. So as ridiculous. much as I've to Jalen Hurts, this team... The offensive pieces around them, yeah. Like, there's they, they got him in this position. Oh, don't, don't, don't crap on Jalen Hurts. He, he has what, weapons what did now. He, what, I take what, Jalen Hurts done, over dude? every quarterback in that division. Guaranteed. What has he done to you? What has he done to make you upset? But Jalen Hurts has a better receiving time. Well, this is going to go quickly. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts beat out Carson Wentz for the starting position. Back QB. Stop, shut up, Kyle. Shut up. <laughs> Jalen Hurts then took his team the following season to the playoffs with a new head coach. And got after absolutely beating... smacked. Okay, but it was against <laughs> Tom Brady. What else did you expect? Uh, we'll say that Taylor Heineke took Tom Brady to the brim. Uh, yeah, yeah, also, yeah, true. Good looks. I think ooh, I picked ooh, the Commanders. Tyler, it's over. the Carson Wentz revenge tour, baby. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, Carson no. Wentz. Uh, throw a bunch of errant passes into the other team's Carson hands. Carson Wentz go. is going to yeah, be injured. Jalen Hurts, run around okay, a lot. Um, you need a real team, and you can't do anything. Moving on to the next one. We'll get into our football time, boys, okay? August is going to be a fun time. We're doing the draft live. That's a guarantee now that we can actually live stream. So, uh, anyways, who is the best center of all time? I got a ridiculous amount of pushback that Bill Russell should have been on this list. And then he should have been chosen first uh, over Shaq. So, fun fact. Um, Shaq would, as a Celtics fan, Shaquille O'Neal would son Bill Russell. Yep. He's son Jabbar. Seriously? Okay, see some special assistant. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I chose I chose Kareem, but I don't know. How old was I? I was negative 25. Uh, best <laughs> boxer ever. Um, this discussion, they like kind of brought up some points, but truthfully, there's really no wrong answer uh, other than Mike Tyson. Uh, so hmm. realistically, uh, uh, it uh, is Mike Tyson. Roll short, guys. It's oh. actually okay. Mike definitely Tyson the only said under- it was Ali. He it's either Ali or Floyd I'm Mayweather. Thinking, in my I'm mind. pretty disappointed that Jake Paul isn't up there, but I'm not <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Mike Tyson. Where's, uh, Jake where's Logan Paul? Um, where's KSI? Come on. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I just can't put Mayweather as a number one. I just can't. Like, I'm sorry that Conor McGregor isn't on there, boys. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, which is the best NFL expansion idea? The true answer is any place is a good place. Let's get more teams, baby. Yeah. Okay, so that's the real answer. Let's skip on over to the next time. Let's put one in Tokyo. Uh, yo, inter- no, 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 no. That sounds awful, honestly. That's that just play in Tokyo. And then come back. They have international leagues for a reason. Who is the best player in the NBA playoffs? Uh, this is the one from today. Got a lot of traction. Um, I think this is a fair list, and to be honest, it's probably in order, truthfully. I think it goes Luka, Tatum, Steph, Jimmy Butler. Um, are we all, a lot of us took Tatum, but I, this, I'm perfectly fine with this list. I did click Luka, so again, best player. I, I, if I'm just saying best player, not anything else, probably Luka. Dude's gross. Um, who do we want to see in the NBA Finals? Celtics, Warriors? Who are we going to see? Not who do you want to see? I want to see Celtics, Mavs. Easy dub, sweet. Uh... I do not want to see Celtics Warriors. That sounds awful, but that is truthfully in my head who we would I like want to see Celtics all. Warriors. I, I've said that it's going to be Celtics Mavs since the beginning of the playoffs run. I went with Celtics Mavs. I'm going to take my picks, and the Celtics are going to win the NBA Finals. That's all I got to say. 
Oh, and team's moving on tonight. Uh, this is actually fun that we did this. Um, well, we were half wrong because hey, I mean, twenty-three percent uh, was right. Nick's That's good. I, I was okay. Yeah, Nick moved up for the first time. Nick moved up one pick. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go over this since I have it up in front of me. Fourteenth Cavaliers, thirteenth uh, Hornets, twelfth uh, OKC, Knicks, eleven. They move up one yeah. pick for the first time All in right. seventeen years or something like that. Eighteen years. <laughs> Ten Washington Wizards, nine the Spurs, eight New Orleans Pelicans. They're not getting any better. Zion's so probably gonna leave. Seven Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard continues to get absolutely shemangle dick. Suck fucked, okay? He keeps getting <laughs> oh uh, Pacers. Uh, you know what, Justin? Leave it in. Uh, Pacers, number six. Detroit Pistons, five. Kings. Oh, wait, wait. Never mind, never mind. Top four. Top four protected. Our Kings, OKC, and then the other, and then Orlando, and whoever the other team is. Who? Uh, Yo, some of these teams have moved up. Mad. I think it's the Rockets. Portland. It's funny how all the draft picks added. are there. Top four picks revealed. Oh, coming up. Really? They're going to make me wait? Uh, anyways, um, that's the best part is the top four picks. Maybe we'll hang out uh, for five minutes. Anyone else have any uh, any uh, other topics today? Or yeah, going, yeah, going back yeah, to your last that. poll, I wasn't wrong. I picked the Celtics and the Mavs. Just going to say it. Well, you had kind of have to hold to your standards of the fact you said Luka was going to carry them to the cup finals. So <laughs> uh, you have to stick to that. So I don't expect anything else or anything Ooh. less. So um, I, I want to. Well, I'll add something real quick. Uh, it was con- it was inside uh, source of the Packers said that they actually offered more money to Devontae Adams than the Raiders did, but Devontae chose to go with the Raiders. Don't yeah, blame him. He, he wanted to play with Carr. I said yeah. that. No, he didn't want face. to play with. Aaron Rodgers anymore. Truthfully. He choked. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick. Do you guys think Drew Brees is coming back? No, no. he shouldn't. He was not a good quarterback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. The Brees <laughs> slander. Steven, I'm going to kick you from this Discord right now if you don't apologize. <laughs> I, I know, I love Drew Brees, but he was, you could tell that the agent cut up to him. He, he was still good. He was trailing yeah. off at the end of the season. You could see it that his play was dipping. Yeah, though. Yeah. I agree at he the end of the season. Back, he, like, he's not, he wouldn't do well if he came back. He's so beat up. Like, Safe for now. He had, um, he, he had the second lowest yards per attempt his last two years. I guess there's well, also Michael thought Thomas. that RG3 might be coming back out of retirement. Slam well. man Michael Thomas, by the way. I'm going to close out these podcast polls real quick. Um, Slam man. Uh, Michael Thomas. Um, we're not back yet. There's just some bushes just, from State Farm. I want to say we're, gonna we're win. waiting for the NBA lottery to finish up. Yep, I ahead. said it. I don't know if I ever said it in this chat, but I said that the Pelicans should have taken Ja Morant instead of Zion Williamson, and I have been vindicated by that. Yes. Oh, and, and honestly, here's the thing. Not even because he's a better player, because we don't really technically know. Zion might be a better player, and honestly, Ja's pretty disgusting. But as a person, as a teammate, John mm-hmm. Morant is miles and miles and miles beyond better than Zion Williamson. And but I knew Zion was going to no. be hurt. When they that pick, was the problem. Yeah, Zion, when they picked Zion at number one, Zion was the consensus number one, and they made the right decision at the time. John Morant's great, don't get me wrong, but Zion should have been the number one pick. They did what they were supposed to do. It okay, hasn't you guys out, are wrong. Unfortunately. No, 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 no. RJ Barrett is clearly the best player from that draft <laughs> class. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, New York fan. RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish, right? Isn't it exactly. isn't it proof exactly. that Jason Tatum should have been the number one overall pick over Markel Fultz? And I think was it <laughs> ben Brendan Simmons. Ben Simmons. Um No. What? No, 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 not no. Ben Simmons. Simmons. Was ben Simmons before. was next or was Jalen Brown? Yeah, it was um uh, was it Brandon, Brandon Ingram? No, or that was it? that was Jalen also... Brown's year as well. That yeah. was year before. Yeah, oh, it was Lonzo. Lonzo. That's right. So Jason Tatum should have been the number one overall pick. I mean, that's all you got to say. He, I mean, Jalen Brown has of, a case. Nah, the sad fact I, of the matter is nah. that the Celtics literally would have taken Tatum at one, but they fleeced the 76ers. Yeah, for a few extra picks. <laughs> yeah, they're like, screw it. You want Markel. We have Markel. We're taking Tatum because we know. Honestly, here's the thing. Jalen Brown's number two. I think Brandon Ingram is slightly he, – he has more behind his name right now. It's just kind of how it is. Brandon Ingram's great. Like, I would take Brandon Ingram or Jalen Brown. 
Like okay, either or. Ben Simmons went one, and I'm taking Jalen Brown. Hey, speaking of Jalen Brown, here we go. He's hey. Shooting, uh, shooting um, a nice little three four. Third overall my, pick. We already knew that. Yes, I need to respond to Jake though. Yes, the consensus was that Zion should have been number one, and I know oh. why they were saying that because they were comparing him to LeBron and other stuff like that. That he was going to be like that. His physical gifts, just because he's bigger and. I don't know if he's actually more explosive than John Morant because they're both really explosive. It's hard to say that pound for pound, but, yeah. but at his size, he's more explosive. The Sacramento problem is got fourth pick, L. you have to think like long-term, how is this going to benefit out? And I just think Zion oh, Rockets got wasn't a better shooter. He wasn't a better offensive player. And I think I have to go with Ja on that and say he was. I thought he was going to be better overall. Orlando got the number one pick. Oh, the Celtics are f- in a few years, Orlando gets the number one pick. Uh, they're get dude. Detroit's gonna be good in a few years. There's already a bunch of other good teams. Uh, the Celtics are in a few. Years. I don't think. Wait, why are we? Zion was also much better Chet defensively Holden. than Ja was. Okay, I mean, Orlando, that, Sacramento but... four. Houston got fleeced at three because they were the worst team this year. Uh, and then OKC, I think, got two, and then Oil Magic got. Uh, OKC has 13 and two. Who are the guys for this year's NBA draft class? Is it like Victor Juan Banyama and those guys? Like, is that what it's, it is? Uh, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchero, uh, Jabari Smith. I like Timmy. I don't, I don't, I don't want to play Chet Hol- I don't want to play Chet Holmgrim every year not, for the next uh, I don't think He's just going to break I his tibia. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So you're just telling me Orlando. So you're just telling me that Orlando's going to go back to the Shaquille O'Neal, Dwight Howard model and just get a really good center and try to play that way. Got it. Yes, that's exactly what's going to okay, happen. Okay, but if they draft Holmgren, it's not going to matter because he's not going to be that Celtics kind of player. I think going to be fine. Boys, I think the Celtics are going to be fine. I'm sorry, I think... Hey, Trailblazers got railed again, though, as they continue to I not just... be able to get anyone to help Damian Lillard, so... Well, no, they had, like, the 12th pick and moved up to 7. They got they, they got lucky tonight. Not good enough. <laughs> Not good enough. Unless they hit it. They, they got to hit the pick. That's just how it is. They got to find the Panthers up 1 0 on the Lightning. Fun fact. Lillard's going to leave. Speaking of hockey, do you hear what uh, Sidney Crosby said? Fucking scumbag. I don't know, but this is the last note for the podcast no. for a closed out, Kyle. So go. So, Sidney Crosby said that the uh, helmet rule in hockey is the dumbest rule uh, in hockey. For those of you who don't know, the helmet rule is if your helmet comes off in play. You either have to immediately put it back on or skate to the bench. Uh, this came after a couple days after Sidney Crosby got diagnosed with a concussion. And he therefore says the helmet rule is the dumbest rule in hockey. So he's, he's just one of the dumbest. I don't know okay, what uh, Crosby was thinking. But anyway. I mean, one of the best players of all time, by the way. Yes, uh, top I five. do agree. Uh, point, he's got uh, point to make is the fact that if you were to lose when it's one of your last opportunities to win a cup and you know that you're getting old and your team's getting old, you would complain he too. He won three. Yeah. Shut and, up uh, about it. I'll bring you on seven. That <laughs> just came back to win a ten. Like, <laughs> Terrible father <laughs> decision. Awful choice. Moving Oh, on. my God. Oh, okay, on, we're ending God. episode 12 or 13 or whatever the hell. We're having too much fun. We will see you guys <laughs> next week. We will know what happens by the time this goes up to Celtics in game one. Game two, uh, Al Horford being out for what seems to be both of those games. Marcus White should be back for game two. We will catch you guys back next week with an update for two or three games, each of these series on those, as well as whatever is going on here. Um, And some guy named Pablo Ronchero is going to be top three. So that's a fun name. Yo, Ronchero sauce. Anyways, thank you for coming to the podcast. Uh, please make sure to leave a like. No dislikes. We can't see them anyways. Thanks, YouTube. A comment. And definitely make sure to check out the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mostly active on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we will see you next time. Peace.